0: Welcome to Three and Out with Jason and Kevin. I am Jason. That is Kevin. We are brought to you by uh, CincyJungle.com, SB Nation, Cincinnati Bengals website. We are sponsored by Eastgate Smiles Dental Care. Uh, we are on the Orange and Black Insider, both on YouTube and wherever you can get your podcast, A podcatcher, I've learned. Wherever you can get your podcast, that's where we'll be. Orange and Black Insider is a lot of great stuff. There's Chalk Talk. There's Coach Speak. There's Talking Football with Bingle with Jim and Friends, and there's OBI with Anthony Cosenza and John Sharon. There's new stuff on there every single day. Check it out.
1: Whatever flavor podcast you prefer, I guarantee the network's got one.
0: Yes. Whatever but whatever Bengals flavor of football content you like, whether it be analytical, whether it be um, you know, whether it be live stuff like question answer stuff, or whether it be two dumb idiots. <laughs> in their basements. We got it. We're here for you. Yay! So, uh if you were with us earlier live, we're sorry. That was awful. We learned that I am not an actor and I cannot pretend to have some sort of opinion about something if it's not my own. So, we're going to go ahead and skip that whole thing. We're not going to do it. And we're going to do the normal thing. Kevin, the Bengals lost to the Houston Texans 30 to 27. It was tough. From beginning? Well, not from beginning, because they did the same thing they always do. The beginning series where they go down the field and score, and then everything, wheels fell off after that. What, now that we've had a few days, what are your takeaways? What are your feelings Um, after the game?
1: Not good. I'm not saying it's uh, indicative of our future. I'm not saying it wipes away the two great games before that. But that game was a failure at pretty much every level. Coaching both on offense and on defense, playing both on offense and on defense. Uh, Burrow looked good, but he also made quite a few mistakes. Um, I really, really hope this was just a weird game. Because this is the exact opposite vibe of the two games before this. Where we came on here and we said, oh, we whooped them. Ignore the score. We could have put up another 10. It was that we dominated beginning to end. I'm surprised it got as close as it got. The Texans just whooped us. Yeah, uh, okay. both sides of the ball, beginning to end. Um, I cannot believe what the scoreboard says that, that game was. Right, because it should not have been as close as it was. We we should have been at least a whole other touchdown behind.
0: So the big thing for me after watching this game was the offense, for the most part, did okay. I mean, they five five possessions, five consecutive possessions of three and outs. I don't think they were all three yeah, that's, I think not, we have more. That's, that's not, not okay. good. No, it's, no it's, it's not okay, but but you put up 27. You know what I mean? But to me the biggest difference in this game, because the offense looked inconsistent against the Niners, and they looked inconsistent against the Bills too. The first, sure. the first, Here's the thing that we noticed, is they go right down the field. First position, right down the field, and they score, because that's like, hey, we got a game plan. We're going to stick to our game plan. The drive might even be scripted from beginning to end. I don't know. And then they go down the field against the Niners and the Bills. They did it again. And then, you know, this time they didn't do it the second time. But, like, they're going right down the field and they're scoring. And then the defense is making some sort of adjustment. And then the Bengals seem to be dead in the water. They don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, against the Niners, they came out in the second half and they had that long touchdown, you know. And then the Bills, they let the Bills slowly but surely claw back into the game. And in this one, the offense... Couldn't get out of their own way, but the biggest difference to me was the defense was terrible. Absolutely. Defense was terrible. Um, we
1: couldn't stop anybody. We couldn't tackle anybody. I do right. not, life me, understand what Lou Anarumo was trying to accomplish. Um, it became clear very, very quickly that Stroud was unfazed yeah. by whatever Anarumo's plan was. And normally, you're like, "Well, all right, second half, right? It, right?" it feels very much like Lou Anarumo. It feels like half the time spends the whole first half just getting a feel for the game. Just seeing yeah. what kind of defense he wants to play. Second half comes out, eh, it's no better. It's no better. Right. Tackling is the issue. Um yes. I quite a few cornerbacks were kind of loafing. I don't feel like they really want to play the run. Um Came Taylor Britt even, which is not a thing I would ever accuse Taylor Cam Taylor Britt of before this moment. Uh, right. but it seemed to be true this game. Um but yeah, yeah it's it's tackling. It's tackling. If I could fix one thing I would love to see the Bengals actually tackle somebody on the first try or the second try. Sometimes right. the third
0: try. There were multiple period. there were multiple times where it could have been made in the backfield and it turned into a four or five yard carry. It, it, the whole thing, they made Devin Singleton look like an all pro running back and he's Devin Singleton. He's not. Now, um, it was really, really bad. Uh, so one, that I the b- one big thing I noticed is without Sam Hubbard, uh Trey Hendrickson locked up with Laramie Tunzel through much of the game. Laramie is a very good left tackle. Uh, you know, and Trey Hendrickson, you know, maybe got a pressure in here or there, and then he was hurt at the end of the game. But with no one on the other side, because Joseph Osai and and or Miles Murphy, whoever was on the other side, could not get anything going at all. No, I mean, a part of this whole thing is your defensive ends are supposed to kind of pinch and force the quarterback to step up. But he was just able to walk to the right. And I don't care if you got thirty Dion Sand not thirty, but a bunch of clones of Deion Sanders in the in the in the secondary. You just can't cover guys for six seconds. It just it just doesn't a, work. A bunch
1: like of that. clones of Deion Sanders probably could.
0: Okay, well maybe not clones of Deion Sanders, <laughs> but but you know, a very good secondary. You just can't yes, cover yes. everybody for for six seconds. And the it's infuriating I mean, the enemy of all defenses, me. yes. Yeah. And it's also infuriating to me that the the uh, the answer was hey move away from zone because these guys are sitting down and finding pockets yep. because the quarterback's not getting pressured start sending some extra pressure disguise some looks do something but they didn't really change much they sent a little bit more pressure in the second half because they let stroud but it didn't help they were no. ready for it they were ready for it
1: they they acted like they had not seen what that kid was capable of what stroud was capable. oh i know they acted like they were going to march in and go, oh, well, we're going to confuse him. We're going He's not going to know what to do, do with us. He's been playing very good football. Yes, he has. And he, yes, he looked has. like a... He, Stroud looks right now like I thought he was going to look year two or three. Yeah. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, I, I thought he had a pretty decent ceiling, but I did not expect this. And they should have feared this game the way I did, at least from the CJ yeah. Stroud perspective. You're not going to rattle it. And it felt like they didn't know what to do if that wasn't their plan, which is wild because we never have that plan for uh all the tie-in quarterbacks we play. Just treat them like right. that. I don't know, it doesn't matter. It is a it is a frustrating game. Um Jamar Chase had a few choice words. Um I don't know if he meant it the way it sounded, but yeah. if he did mean it the way it sounded, uh, just for if you haven't seen it, he said other people gotta make plays too. Um yep. he's not wrong. No, he's not. He's not wrong. He's, uh, he's out there injured. You could tell he was moving like it looked like through molasses. As far as Jamar yep. Chase is concerned, He still has over 100 yards,
0: 125 um, yards and touchdown led the team. Yep. And then Tyler Boyd had 115, I think, in a touchdown. He <laughs> had more receptions. Um, they used the tight ends. They kind of used this Gronk by uh, what do they call it? Gronk by committee yeah, thing.
1: Screw Gronk uh, by committee. Tanner Hudson needs your wide receiver one. What are you doing?
0: No, I know, I know. <laughs> but um, you know, Tanner Hudson, I had, I think, I had like four or five catches on one drive. Yeah, uh, you know, so he's, and then one he's
1: and then one ball. more catch through the rest of the entire game. Yeah,
0: right. I know, I know. So um, that's the whole so game. Yeah, the
1: whole game. You go. Oh, look, this worked. How about we don't do it anymore? Let's play How about man. The running game. Oh, but what if we never do that anymore? Let's feed Hudson. What if we don't do that anymore?
0: The running game. The Four running game point... was working well. Yeah, it was working well. Mixon had 11 carries. That's it. And it's not like the Texans jumped out to some huge insurmountable lead, forcing burrow to throw the ball 40 times the Bengals just chose to throw the ball 40 times
1: yep run game working? Run no, let's not ball. do that anymore
0: yeah, was game.
1: it's just we found things that worked and we just never did them again yeah i don't understand
0: yep it's opposite day that thing worked don't do it again yep i don't know now one thing that we've that w- so one thing that this team has proven true over the last three years i think that you would agree is that one bad game doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be a string of bad games.
1: No, uh, they're I still believe we're on the way up overall. Immediately. Yeah. I do It's just a frustrating game. I feel like I we're not saying anything else that the rest of the fan base isn't feeling, at least most of them. Right. I think we're on the way up. I think that we're still we still have a pretty good shot against the Ravens. And you, know, you look at our, our schedule, we have a very good shot against the rest of the schedule. I think I that agree. The, our future is still in our hands, but yes. man, that's just it sucked. It sucked. It sucked. It was depressing. I'm unhappy.
0: No, I am, too. I am, too. Well, listen, that game was on Sunday. The Ravens game is, we're filming this as of Wednesday night. The Ravens game is Thursday, which is tomorrow. So do you have any last thoughts on the Texans game before we go to commercial and then move on to the Ravens?
1: Nope. Uh, I want to put it behind us. I don't want to think about it. Um, We had two great games before that. Let's pretend the Texans game never existed. And let's pretend the Bengals team of the last two games is the one heading in to see the Ravens because I truly believe that is the more likely scenario.
0: I agree. I dig it. All, All right, commercial. we're going to go commercial. Right back. Eastgate Smiles Dental Care is a warm and welcoming environment where expertise and customer service come together. As a local business, they love helping their fellow Cincinnatians manage their oral health and achieve a perfect smile. They pair the latest technology with years of experience to give you a smile worth showing off. They are dedicated to quality and convenience and can even perform dental crown procedures the same day in most cases. You like your smile, but they are here to help you love it. They personalize your care and match your needs. Call them today at 513-528-1150 to learn what they can do for your pearly whites. Now we're back on to the Ravens. Bengals take on the Baltimore Ravens in M&T Bankfield. It is M- M&T Bankfield, I think, in Baltimore, Maryland, in what should effectively be known as America's armpit. I don't know. I just the Chesapeake Bay area can be gross. Uh never been. Yeah, just like Florida is America's growing. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh they traveled to Baltimore. Uh second game in four or five days. I hate these Thursday games. It's a division game. The Bengals are not only Owen two in the division, but they are one and four in the AFC. And if there ever was, I know we've said it a lot, if there ever was a must-win game, it was the Niners game. it was the Bills game. This they're all must-win games, but now to me, to me, the rest on the, the rest of the season lynches on there's a linchpin that it, it all hinges on what happens tomorrow night.
1: Uh to a certain extent. I'm done. I'm done. With it. It's 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 been the narrative for too long. It's starting to wear on me. We we got a fight ahead of us. They're all going to be it's going to be a fight till the very very end. Um, I I honestly believe that. I think that if we win this game, here's what I will say about this game. If we win this game, then the North is back in the cards at least potentially. If we lose this game, then it likely isn't. Um, and we're just playing for. You know, f- five, six, seven. Um, oh, I absolutely agree. Which is fine. That. If, if, yeah. if that's what we that's where we get. We've done stuff with it before. I'm not overly worried about it. Um, But.
0: Yeah, I 100% I think it could be the,
1: could
0: be the game. Yeah. Uh, I 100% agree. If the Bengals win this game, the AFC North Championship is back on the table. And it's not yes. just back on the table, it's very possible. If they lose this game, I think. It's not. It's not like they're going to be counted out like mathematically. From no, but positions. I kind of
1: think it's not. It's not in the cards well, anymore. And I'm, yeah, it I'm, won't I'm be in the cards. Talking about it as a as a goal. Um, right. It's
0: just after if they lose this game, the goal is get a wild card spot. Yeah, and then, then your records back in zero. They can win on the road in the playoffs. They've done it. Plenty. Uh, They've done it more often have, than they have.
1: What is uh, I'll, I'll first, give you time to think about it. What is your biggest concern as far as this game is? this game coming up because to me it is stopping the run um we have had a problem with it which is again we've everybody's pointed this out it's weird this team has dramatically regressed in its ability to stop the run um and without sam hubbard on that field it's going to be a problem um if we do not figure out how to limit their run game we cannot win this game in my opinion
0: yeah, uh, the Ravens have – the funny thing is they're almost the exact opposite team. The Ravens have more running yards than any team in the NFL. And the Bengals have the yep. least amount of running yards. So this is what – the Ravens are going to line up to run the ball, and they're not going to be shy about it. They're just going to pound the ball. That's what they do. Yes, sir. And they're going to ask the Bengals to stop them. Man, I, I don't know. I don't know. That That is the big fear, is if you cannot stop the Ravens from running the ball, you cannot win. That's a fact. I mean, you will not win if you cannot stop them from running the ball, because their goal is going to be have these long, drawn-out drives that end in a touchdown and keeps Burrow on the sideline. That's it. Yeah, you know. And if the Bengals can't stop them from doing that, then they're toast. As far as whether I think that they can or they will, man, I, I don't. That's just like that optimism thing. Like I know they can. You know, they've done it. I think. Like I think about the past, the things that they've done in the past. I think about like you know what they did with. With uh um uh uh Derrick Henry, I think about you know like just how good they've been against the run in the past. But like again, last week Devin Singletary, who's a nobody, 150 yards. I don't know how many yards per carry, but a lot. You know they let him just run all over the place. And if they're going to do that to Devin Singletary in the Texans, you know damn well it's going to be Gus Edwards and whoever else, and mostly Lamar Jackson. You know what I mean? Yes. So I do agree with you that's the key for the game. I don't know how confident I am. I really, I just I don't know how to answer that question, man. Because yeah. like I'm confident because I know they can do it, but they haven't been doing it against lesser teams. Yeah. So I'm not confident that they're going to come out and do it against the against the Ravens. I'm not. And what that means, no. what that means is every time Joe Burrow touches the ball, they got score a touchdown. They have to.
1: That- that's why the key to the game, and this is Zach Taylor talk. I, I do hate this talking point. The key to the game is a score early. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. The key to the game is to score when you have the ball. I get it. Um, but it really is. Uh, we yeah. need to get up on them badly, and yeah. we need to do it early. That game script, that opening drive script, needs to be deadly. Yeah. Because if it isn't, if we end up being seven behind them, we're going to stay seven behind them the entire
0: game. Probably. Yep, probably. And it's just, it's just one of those things that I think the way to win this game is is score as often as you can and ask your defense for like just give me three stops. Three stops. Yep. I was asking for three. We'll do the rest. And the, the so far the Bengals have not been able to to do that so far this year. The defense, you know what I mean? Like like beating the the you know the I the defense was great. I'm sorry, the offense has not been able to do that this year. The defense was great against the Niners, the defense was great. Against the Bills and the offense was kind of floundering. You know they should have been better than they were. Now is this game? Th- this game, the offense needs to win from yeah. the first snap to the last nap. It Needs to be the offense. Yes, it is it us? I think I, I think I cut you off. I'm sorry. What were you going to
1: say? Uh oh! I was just moving on to other aspects of the game. Um, I'm not overly afraid of the passing game. Um, I realize that yeah. they're seven and two. They're good at every phase of football. Uh, yeah. If we can stop the run. Or at least limit the run, or play with the lead. Any of those things, um, I'm not worried about their passing game. This is an opportunity opportunistic defense. The Bengals are. Um, I do think we can expect a turnover at some point. Um, that would be a backbreaking move if we could get ahead and then get a turnover. Which, of course, yep. I'm not saying anything. This is that's a backbreaking move in every.
0: Well, yeah. yeah.
1: This is okay. This is what's frustrating about this is. It, we just have to play incredibly good football. No, I know. When you start talking about like, well, what's the strategy to beat the Ravens, and then you realize what you're saying is just like, yeah, just play like incredibly good, disciplined, all uh-huh. rounded football. Yeah, right. I mean that's it. They're an incredibly good team. They're an incredibly good team. We have to play an incredibly good. Yep. We have yep. to play incredibly good football if we're going to beat them.
0: That's yep. So I think I think what you're saying is the way that I feel about it is when you're playing against a team like the Ravens, who are very good. You have to play as best as you can and hope that the ball bounces your way. Yeah, give yourself the op- give the uh, give yourself give luck the opportunity to help you. You know what I mean. This is going to be one of those
1: games. Yeah, It's going to be one of those games where it's just going to be who who flinches first.
0: Yeah, I see. I can and I that,
1: guarantee you, that. whoever ends up flinching first, whoever makes the first big mistake, loses. That's probably going to decide the game. Yeah,
0: I see it. I could see it. I can see it. Browns are coming off. A, or sorry, not the Browns. Ravens are coming off a loss to the Browns shocking loss because they were leading and they were making the Browns look silly and then the Browns yeah. came back. So I don't know if that's going to really kind of uh, shake their confidence or anything like that. You know, I, I doubt it. They know who they are. You know what I mean? And I think that they have a feeling they know who the Bengals are and I hope the Bengals come out and show them that no one's really seen it yet this year. You know, they haven't yeah. had, a, they have not had a complete game yet. Where they, you know, they've gotten out to these big leads, but they failed to put teams away. You know, the, the killing blow, they haven't been able to do it. They let the Bills get back within six. You know, they came out and they had flashes against the Texans and then the defense looked bad, but they have not played a game where I would say, hey, you won all three phases. All the time, consistently, throughout the season. Would you?
1: That's the one thing. No, I would not. That is the one thing, is the Bengals dude didn't take their foot off the gas. When they we're do. up, I know, man. I um, know. We cannot no. do that for a second against this team, no, no. against the Ravens. I'm not joking. I don't care if there's six minutes left and we're up ten. Yeah, like another Go. dagger, another touchdown. Yep. You know what I mean? It's it's not. This has to. We have to. This is gonna be an ugly game, and we cannot pretend that it's not gonna be an ugly game. The That's attitude... one part that like makes me nervous about this is these games are always kind of violent and.
0: Yeah, they're oh, coming off
1: that Browns' loss. We're coming yeah. off the Texans' loss. We both have something a chip on our shoulder. This, this game, this game could get yeah. intense pretty quickly.
0: Oh, it could for sure. You know, I I'm excited. I I think that I think that they could be great. They just got to do it. like you said. They just have to play a really good football game, and the ball just has to bounce their way. So, yeah. health wise, the Bengals are going to be without T. Higgins. They're going to be without Andre Ovechkin. They're going to be um. Without Hubbard. Without Sam Hubbard, yeah. Those are the big three. So not only you're gonna miss two outside wide receivers. Uh that's a big a big thing. So you're gonna have Chase, obviously. And if I'm the Ravens, I'm gonna blanket Chase and just say, hey, someone else is gonna to have to beat me. You do have Tyler Boyd. You have you have um, you know some talent there. I think Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd, that's a one two punch that most NFL NFL teams would kill for. Sure. You know? So so they still have that. They, I, I want them to run the ball. Run the ball. Yeah. Run the ball. Just run the ball. Um, But I'm expecting Charlie Jones to be upgraded, I think, for this game, considering that you'll see. I agree, but out. I think
1: he will be used in a very limited oh, yeah. capacity if you gets yeah. used.
0: I agree. I agree. I think he'll be used limited. I think we're going to see a lot of Trent Irwin. I think we're going to see a lot yes. of Tyler Boyd. And I wouldn't be surprised. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw Shedrick Jackson or, or you know, they elevated them last week. We didn't really see anything from it. Wouldn't surprise me maybe if if like a uh, Stanley Morgan or something like that. I can you know? see it Not maybe
1: just to, but, just to spell somebody for a bit, but I yeah. I think it's an Irwin. Um, it is.
0: I think it's an Irwin. Ir,
1: it's an Irwin game as far as the starters concerned. We're gonna yeah. Irwin is gonna have the bulk of the snaps. Yeah,
0: so it's an Irwin game. So I figure it'll be your two outside guys are gonna be Boyd and Chase, and then you're gonna have Irwin moving around, and then whoever else they want. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, without Sam Hubbard in, uh, the big question is going to be, can the Bengals get some sort of pass rush? Now, uh, the starting left tackle for the Ravens is out, so it's going to be a backup going against Trey Hendri- Hendrickson. I don't know how healthy Hendrickson is. It's amazing to me that he's playing. He's an animal, man. Based on the body language of him being on the field, when I, I don't know how you felt, but when I saw him laying on his stomach with his hands like up around his head, like writhing in pain, I was like, oh, season's That's over. That's the season. I thought for sure he's torn something, he's done for the year, and wouldn't it be our luck that he's having NFL Defensive Player of the Year numbers and he goes down, you know what I mean, yeah. in week 10?
1: he's He is he's built of different stuff. He is yeah. a throwback for a player from 20, 30 years ago. You know what I mean? Like those old school, almost mythological toughness level players that people still tell stories about, that's Henderson. Is yep. just built different, um. So I guess I shouldn't have counted him out. I I counted him out of this game. I said, I "There's just too. no way." Like, good, good. oh, it's just a hyperextension. Good. All right, great. But he'll he's not going to be in this next game. Week. There's no way he's going to be yeah. in this game, right now.
0: Nah. And then he he's practices. Incredible. He practices like a, with to a limited capacity on Wednesday, and I'm thinking like, oh, that's shocking. Still, or I'm sorry, limited practice on Tuesday. And I'm thinking, well, that's shocking. You know, I doubt he'll play. And then he goes full with no yeah. injury design- designation on Wednesday, and they just say, "Yeah, he's good to go." And then I saw a video of him doing. I saw a video of him doing the hammer drill. I was like, "He looks fine. It's amazing. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing." He's going to be drug tested on Friday. You know it. You know he will be. Sure,
1: sure. So, nothing in there but pure football, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So the defense, the whole thing, just like with the whole thing with Lamar Jackson is casting a net and then choking him. You know what I mean? If you send a ton of pressure and he gets around it and there's These nobody, skirt. yeah, there's nobody between him and open field other than your secondary. He's gone. He's gone. You know what I mean? If you let him sit back there, he will find somebody. But if you do the thing that Lou Anarumo has done so well, which was keep him in the pocket and then quickly Close that pocket around him with like a spy or something like that. You know he's had success with that. He's had success with that with Mahomes. He's had success with that with against uh, against the Ravens in the past. The big thing this 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 game, like you said, it's it's going to be an offense game. Can the offense do it? This is going to be a game that the offense needs to pull its weight. In my sure. opinion, I think that's what it is. I think that's going to be the X factor for me. Is that the offense can pull its weight and then find a way to to deal out a killing blow? We're not going to punt five straight times. We're going to be able to adjust to their defensive adjustments, and not only are our first two drives going to be good, but our next two drives are going to be good. And you know what I'm saying? We're not yep. going to fall apart. The whole and that was the thing that was so surprising to me is is Zach Taylor. It seemed to me that one of his major strengths was one of uh, was one of um Marvin Lewis's weaknesses is they cannot adjust on the fly. But the last two years, I thought Taylor yeah. was really good at this.
1: He's doing, yeah. And then, and then all the... of a
0: sudden, and then all of a sudden, twenty twenty three, there's no more of it. I mean, it's no. just like, what happened? So I don't know. I don't know. You want to do predictions? Yeah,
1: yeah. What do you got?
0: All right. Uh, who is going to score first and how?
1: Uh, Tyler Boyd touchdown, Bengals because uh-huh. they have to, and because Burrow loves to feed. Somebody and give them their redemption story. Um, he he's absolutely going to be looking for Tyler Boyd on that first drive.
0: I dig it. I like that he absolutely does. And then, and then when he comes out after the game, they'll say something like, "Oh, hey, that first touchdown pass that you had, that you threw to Tyler Boyd, with that, like, uh, hey, you're all good for dropping that against sections. And he's going to say, "I don't know what she's talking about." Yeah, exactly He, was open. he made the play. Yeah, he was yeah. open, so I threw the pass. Um, first score. I'm going to say Joe Mixon running the ball opening drive Bengals take the ball because I think the Ravens will defer and if the Bengals get the ball they're going to take it that's just kind of been their thing so all right um first turnover who and how
1: I mean Cam Taylor breathed on a heater we gotta we gotta put him up there, right? Um, No, I'm not going to. Turner's been trying to make plays on the ball more and more these days. Uh, He's getting a little more handsy. He's trying harder. Uh, I'm going to give it to Turner. Let's say Turner is going to intercept Lamar Jackson.
0: Okay. I'm going to say that the first turnover comes from old, reliable Logan Wilson. Another tipped pass interception. Okay. Tipped pass in the line of scrimmage and he's going to come down with it be 11 on his career, which is effing crazy. Yes, it is. Absolutely crazy. Alright, final prediction. What score? he wins?
1: 24-27 Bengals. It could easily be 27-24 Ravens. Right. I, you know what? I believe in this team. I think it's we're dope. on our way up. I I think it's going to be close. It's going to be hard. It's going to come down to the last few seconds of this game, but I yeah. think Ev McPherson wins it
0: with a field goal. I like it. I like it. I think that it's going to be an ugly, typical AFC North slobber knocker. Is that what they call them? Slobber knocker game where they just, you know, trading blow after blow after blow. You know, and it's just going to be who is standing at the end. Who wants who's going to get up faster? Who's going to get up after they get knocked down? You know what I mean? Uh, I think considering the Bengals, this is an emotional pick for me. This is not logical at all because logical to me, the Ravens have this game. Logically, they're they're good at what the Bengals have not been good at stopping, right? Yep. Emotionally, the Bengals are in a corner. They know it. They got to win. They have to win. I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to come out and and show us something we haven't seen yet. A complete game, I do. Uh, So I'm going to say 31 to 24 Bengals. And then if I'm right, I think they're going to start cruising. Sure. If I'm wrong and they lose this game, I think the wheels are going to start coming off. I really do. Sure. Because going one and five in the division and then, or sorry, in the conference and then zero oh and three in the division uh, with what? Eight weeks left. You'll be, we'll, we're 11 weeks in. So with in week 12, if that's your record, you're in trouble, big trouble. Yeah. And it's probably not going to be able to climb out So no. I think that okay. uh their their foundation is solid. Some cracks are showing. And now we're gonna see if the whole thing's gonna crumble or not. I think this game's gonna tell us a lot. Sure. Who are they? You know what I mean? They got punched in the mouth, they got knocked down against the Texans. Who are they? You're gonna stand up. Everything I'm doing is very cliche, uh very cliche football movie coach halftime speeches. Yeah, you know, claw. With your fingernails. Yeah. Because football is a game of inches. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's an emotional game. It is. So you don't seem interested in. Or, yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, All right, just
1: let, let you, yeah. Let you do your thing.
0: Yeah. you got anything else, man? No,
1: I, I don't have anything. I do not have anything else. Um, I think we're going to know a lot more uh, this time
0: tomorrow. Yeah. About yep. About who the I Eagles hope- are as a team. I hope that next week is a happy podcast. I hope we have a happy podcast. Did, Talk about the Ravens game and whoever else they play next week. I don't even know. This has been the week I've looking at. I, you know, even, and I was yeah, guilty. I don't know either.
1: We've I been was looking guilty. At the Ravens of, for weeks now, yeah. man.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. And I was guilty of, of the Texans being a trap game for me. Because I didn't even, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking. I was th- always thinking about Thursday. Yep. So this is a big one. This is a big one. Um, all right. Well everybody thank you again and just so everybody knows just so you know it's pittsburgh pittsburgh thanksgiving weekend all right so thank you for tuning in this has been three and out with jason and kevin that's kevin i'm jason we are brought to you by cincyjungle.com sp nation cincinnati Bengals site we are sponsored by eastgate smiles dental care give them a call um we are on orange black insider on youtube and anywhere you can get your podcast check them out there's a lot of great stuff there's different styles of Bengals content different shows a new show pretty much every single day check it out and uh, we'll be back next week who day
1: who